Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Podcast. This week I chatted to Sarah Nicolazzo, who I also only just met virtually through this podcast, and I'm so glad we connected. We chatted all things comedy, studying at the Groundlings, improv, being yourself, and some fun rapid-fire questions. So grab a coffee and enjoy. Whatever. Comedy. Acting. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, we've basically already started. So welcome to the podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for saying yes. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, you can't say no, but you said yes. So thank you. Um, let's start with you introducing yourself to my listeners uh, and just like about you, like how you started, I guess, with comedy and yeah, how just you go. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, obviously, my name's Sarah. Uh, I, I go by Sarah Nicolazzo, but my Instagram and all my work is on Wailing Sarah now. So I kind of transitioned and um, more focused on comedy and characters at the moment. Even though I'm an actor, I'm also a writer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sketch comedy and stuff. I guess where I like transitioned into that. Yeah. Was, 2017 I went to like LA and I walked in 2017 I just had enough <laughs> I was in <laughs> Melbourne and like I what happened for me is like I had these two big gigs and like I came down like to the like last two and I didn't get either and I was like you know what, fuck this and my partner and I we, I bought a black magic camera and um I've now so far I've made like two web series but like we just started being like um filmmakers and making my own content and writing it and writing stuff because I was so sick of like not seeing stories like I think that's like everyone understands like not hearing stories that I want to see or like the specifics of characters like in Australian TV I was just seeing the same people over and over and over and again and like the the biggest thing in Australia is to get on Neighbours you know and that that is an achievement you know Neighbours and I have their, their their place in society, but like I did not fit those molds, and I kept getting auditions for like Girls Next Door, and like I'm totally not an <laughs> girl next door. Like I don't fit that. You know, I'd go to auditions like, can you be less? Like I always got like, oh, you're a bit too much or oh too big. And I was like, fucking hell! Like I've been to drama schools and I've done yeah. that. And I just was, I kind of had enough of Australia. So yeah, I went away like for like three, four months and filmed a web series wow. called Madalena. It's about a little Italian girl from a small town, Thomas Tant, like a real northern suburb. Yeah. Um, and it did really well in the success of it afterwards. But where I'm going with that is like, um, I had filmed that and I filmed a bit overseas in Italy and wow. with real people as well. Like it wasn't actor based. Oh, um, and we used improv with it. And I'd never, st- I had, I'd studied like little bits of improv, but then when I went to LA, my partner, he was like, why don't you just do like a, just do a workshop. Do like, in, in, I think it was introduction at Groundlings. He's like, you know, he was really into SNL and he's like, I think you'd like it. And I was like, mm, no, I don't want to get in the classroom. I'm so sick of like institutionalized learning. It doesn't I feel you, girl. Me. Like I never fit in in a class. Like I'm not, I'm not the I don't do it right, you know, all that kind of thing. I'm bummed up against so many teachers. Um, and he's like, just go, have a, have a go, have a go. And I went and um, actually my first improv class yeah. in 
LA at Groundlings, you actually had Drew Talbot on. It was workshop A and I did it with him. I just fell in love with improv and I was like, this is fun. Like, oh, yeah. acting is fun again. Like, it's not all, you know, do all your, like, I love- Do all your work. <laughs> do all your work. Like, I hate writing things, you know, like, doing it the right way. Like, you know, they, uh, like, where I come from is like, doing it the right way. And I'm like, but I just know how to play and use my imagination and do. And, then, you know, acting's not that hard. It's not so self <laughs> I love that, though. It's not that hard. Touch on wood. Because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, wow. um, yeah, I fell in love. And then I just kept, like, I did the audition at Groundlings. I yeah. just kept, kept going. So you did them in person, like in LA, because you know. How yeah, yeah, I did in LA, like uh, on my on my tourist visa, because they like yeah. workshop I have, like just four weeks, and then things worked out. Like it was really serendipitous. Like I got into the four week, um, uh, is it basic? Is that level one of yeah, like, yeah, basic. I yeah. The, like I did the audition, and I got into basic. And it was like the four week one. So it all worked out. And then I got free accommodation with these guys. I was living there. They were like, can you house sit our beautiful house in West Hollywood? And I was like, um, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll just extend my trip. And I did that. And it was like intense. And then I did workshop B at the same time with another teacher. So I just really like. Yeah. Because I came from a physical theatre background. And yeah. like energetics and I love like physical characters and behavior and it all just it was the first time I felt like I belonged like yeah. they understood like I wasn't too big I could be big and it was and it was it, fine like, wanted people to be big like like I've my emotions are always like 10 and like yeah it was just really accepted so it was like wow this exists yeah. Um, and then I come back to Melbourne and we don't really have an improv, like a really... Well, I was going to ask, yeah. Obscene, like it's very much more like UCB style, like intellectual, which is <laughs> great too. Like I, I, I've done that too, but it wasn't really, like I came back and I didn't have like that access to more character-based. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Because yeah, I am, because I'm doing their online stuff, which is so great they're offering that because I was like, well, when you can't get to LA... It'll come to you. Um, and yeah, like I had a similar experience. Like I'd never, I'd done improv like here and there, but I'd never fit in at improv schools. Like it just, it was always like, what are you doing? Like you weirdo. <laughs> Cause I do really weird stuff. Like I always have like, you know, I, a wheelhouse of characters that I default to and I'd always do that. And then it wasn't until I went to Groundlings, they were like, oh yeah, that's cool. We like that. And I'm like, excuse me? No, is this improv? <laughs> like. Yeah. Um, hello, like, yes, point of view, get it. Yeah, and did you, it's kind of sometimes like, oh, is it that, I don't want to say it's that easy, but I was like, you know, trying to make it harder for myself sometimes, yeah. you know, you get in the way of it, it's like, oh, no, it's like point of view, character, go for it, and yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's like, kind of blew my mind. It blew my mind. And I was like going to all the shows, and like even before I even like I was so like cynical. I was like, oh, I don't know if I should do it. And I went and saw like a main company show, and I'll yeah. never forget the show I saw. It was um, what was it? Um, I think it was Garbage Pale Groundlings. Like after the Garbage pa yeah. Pale Kid, and it was just so funny. It was like the first time I felt like I was gonna pee my pants. Like I hadn't laughed in so long. Yeah. I'd been so drowning in like 
theatre, like being a theatre actress and acting yeah. and, you know, all, all the methods, you know, strategy, blah, 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 blah. I've done it all. I've done it all. I've done hours and hours of animal work and all that. Um, <laughs> I was I that. And then I sat down and watched one of their shows and I just could not stop laughing and I loved it. And, um, yeah, like, so... I, I totally hear what you're saying. I know. I feel it. And I, I wish there was something. Yeah, because I wasn't going to ask, what was it like you when you went back to Australia? How did you, like, do you crave it? Do you miss it? Like, how are you handling oh, I that? I totally crave it. I was so, <laughs> like, fuck. It doesn't exist here. I'm so, like, irritated. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what I did. I, you know what I ended up doing? I went, like, straight into my next series, like, my next web series that yeah. I was creating. I was, like, I have nowhere to kind of go and um yeah. yeah I started the next web series that was the holiest one and I mm. did that and I, I like every year went back to LA to do to do groundlings again yeah. like I, you know go up to the next one just so I could you know keep that muscle going yeah it's so hard to come back to Melbourne and not do it and then things aligned and I filmed stuff in LA and like I actually yeah. got like one of my teachers in it and um yeah, and then that next series, Holiest One, was born, and I did like the web series circuit and got yeah. a response from that, and, and I got to work. And the best thing is, like, I think going to Groundlings gave me in my basic, like, I've worked with those actors again. Like, they're in all my sketches. Wow. Like, you know, like I've even done ones like from them being in LA. And, you know, now is the virtual age. Like, you can get like Americans in your sketches, and yeah. um, they're my go-to actors. They're like my 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 family of them um, they were always up for it like they always say yes like is what i found from that <laughs> yes. the comedy the comedy um scene in la like that everyone was always yeah. up, up doing things whereas when i come here when i came back to melbourne it's like i don't know if you feel this in vancouver yeah. because like the scene in vancouver is a bit more thriving but here in melbourne like it's not slim pickings, but like people have jobs, like they're gonna make a living right. and like, acting's not sometimes the priority and it's like weeding through finding your own community here. And I have finally found that, which is great. You actually had Emily on your podcast. Yes! And then and she's been in like my web series and I've done sketches with her and I absolutely adore working with her. We love Emily. If you're yeah. listening, Emily, we love you. <laughs> yes, we do love you. <laughs> um, she's great to work with, she really listens and bounces yeah. off. So, yeah, you can find it here. It's just a bit more like searching and, you know, trying to connect with people. And I'm very much like, also, I don't like to like, like sticking clicks or anything. Like I message Emily, how I got Emily in my show is like, I just saw stuff and I was like, I'll just message you. And I just message people to see if they want to work with me. Cause I yeah. don't think you can follow any, any rules. I'm like total rule break. I actually hate <laughs> I'm the same. Like I, you know, and, and I agree with you. Like the beautiful thing that I found, which was refreshing doing like groundlings or, you know, other classes, especially in like LA is that, yeah, the people I've met in my ground, they're so supportive and like everyone wants you. I mean, you know, you'll have that one person here and there that's, you know, got like a stick up their ass. It's fine. They're everywhere. But for the most part, I was like, I was kind of like a bit like putting my guard up. I was like, is this real? Like you want to, you want to like chat and like practice improv between class? Like, excuse me. Like, I want to, but do you really want, like, I'm just like, but then I was like, no, you guys are actually really nice. Because in, yeah, in Australia, I found it hard to have that community because everyone was kind of like, oh, 
I mean, well, I think everyone's just, and I know in America, like everyone is competitive as well. Yes. I think here it's just like there is an element of like there's there's so little. It's not as thriving, but there are so many amazing creatives here. That's what's oh my insane. god, like, yeah. The talent here is like it's insane. It's insane. It's just like getting those opportunities and like you have to make those, like for me, like you have, I'm fortunate, like I, I love writing and I have a yeah. creative partner and a filmmaker that I work with and it kind of all works together and we've been able to create our own process and like my web series was an element of that. We were like, let's get the black magic and it's an amazing camera. It doesn't cost like thousands and thousands and like, it looks so cinematic and we just created our work and like we found our process of how we did it like a oh. lot of improv like I have an old nonna in my my series Madalena and how we work together like because you couldn't do it traditionally like I could not give her a script and I speak Italian and she speaks Italian so it was kind of like an English Italian we improved and then I would remember how to do play it back and like it was really like an appreciation of how like cameras work. And for me, when I did my web series and then Groundlings and finding yeah. character comedy, like that's how it inspired like my yeah. channel. Vera was just like using improv and um, my like the process of working yeah. off people in short form and it all just kind of spiraled it and became happened. Yeah, it just all happened and yeah, because I never considered myself a writer. I was like really yeah. like, huge aversion to being like, no, no, I'm an actor. I'm just an actor. I'm not, not just an actor, but like, oh, no, I'm not a writer. Like, and my partner was like, yeah, you do. Like when you're improving, you're yeah. writing really strong in you. And like you direct and you can direct yourself. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not a writer. Like, I don't know. But traditionally, like I don't, I can't sit down on a computer and like write a sketch. Mm. I have to up and walking. And like even how I take my notes is like, all in a circle when I get scripts like there's notes everywhere and I physically do it and that's how yeah. I create my character I'm totally an outside in kind of person and vocal and and finally now like with Wailing Sarah and it's it's been yeah. about a year I'm kind of really settled and I'll be like okay I, I do write my my stuff and that's yeah. that's the life of me and I can foster that and it seems to be resonating with people like even though you know I may not follow rules of how the like you find your own voice and just yeah, like exactly that's what you got to do and like congrats on that I didn't realize it was only like you've had it for a year like that account um yeah yeah doing that that's insane I like saw the post and I was like oh, yes girl get it yes <laughs> yeah that's like so exciting so were you did you when did you find that you wanted that you like knew comedy was comedy always your thing or were you like I'm a dramatic actor and then you kind of just, you know, found comedy. Um, like I was always told I was quite committed. Like I had really mm -hmm. great comedy like timing because I went to uni, I went to Melbourne uni. I did like yeah. creative arts. So I was like, actually, like I was like totally more a performance artist. Yeah. Else. Like I did like all like Shakespeare and traditional theatre, but I was like totally a performance artist and like, really like boundaryless with the work I was doing and um I did actually like I tr you know tried all the drama school routes and I ended up going for one in the end like a, a year one but like 
it was more I made my own work, I think. And I did a piece of work that was about making fun of myself. I did it at a fringe festival. I made a show about like making fun of like, you know, artists like Marina Abramovich and being so serious as an artist. It was like very cathartic for me, but it it was comedic and it was interacting. And now looking back, it was very much like, improv like I had a structure and a skeleton and I had a character and I kind of improv with the audience and um I kind of it was it was great but I didn't I was always like a little bit scared like of my own Mm. like you're learning about yourself and I was like oh no but I should be this kind of actor it should be like it should look a certain way I was like so obsessed with like my career should look a certain way and but everything it's really funny like one of the lessons I've learned over the years is I will never get it the way I want it. Like, you know, like everything happens. Yeah. Like I'm a big believer. Like everything happens the way it should be. Um, and even though like I've been devastated when things have been rejected or it didn't go the way I wanted to, I wouldn't take it back for a second because it's yeah. made my journey. Like I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have been brave enough to do this or make this. If I got that, if I got everything hand, you know, yeah. food, I wouldn't be doing or taking the risks yeah. that I, I do take. So when I finally knew like comedy, it maybe, maybe it was like, yeah, when I went to ground, like when I went to ground yeah. and I just felt like it was, I, I was allowed to be big. Yeah. Like I, and when I say big, it was more like, I, like I finally kind of surrendered to like, this is what I'm good at. And like, fuck everyone who's telling me, oh, you're too, you're too much or like I have big facial expressions and I was like no I'm gonna follow this and do this and and I think also watching myself on screen like making my web like make framing and learning angles and stuff that really made me realize like bigger like it does translate like my comedy style and like it might be dark or it might be you know whatever um yeah, and I just kind of went in, in that direction. But I don't know if that answers your question. I can go off in like tangents. Like, I love it though. It's like so kind of works. But um, yeah, because like, yeah, yeah, comedy, it just, yeah, I fell in love and then just was like, and my partner was always like, you know, not everyone can do comedy. It's true. Like, you know, people think they're funny, but it's like, it's actually really hard. Like, oh, yeah. It's not about little bits or anything. And I, like tragedy, you know, comedy is tragedy times whatever. Mm. And I think that what a line for me is like I'm, I'm quite like one of my skills is like to allow vulnerability. Like and with the characters, even my characters are based on like people I see in real life, and I have so much empathy, and I fall in love with yeah. these characters that they become funny because I'm literally just speaking like point of view what they would really say. Like, yeah. Like some of them are just unbelievably sad, but beautiful. Like I love these people. And like, I, like, I think it's more like my life experiences led me, like I've worked hundreds and hundreds of jobs and like, yeah. I've worked, like, I don't know, like, I guess in America, it's like those superstores are like a good guys as a promo girl. They've met like insane people. And I, I think that was all like, um, you know, food food for thought like give me all these characters and um yeah that's kind of how it all works that's how it all happened for you (laughs) yeah yeah and just embracing it I think it took a long time for me to embrace it though I'm fucking stubborn 
I am so stubborn. <laughs> like everyone's saying, oh, you're really good at characters. But no, I want to be, I want to be a dramatic actress. Um, <laughs> but you can be a dramatic actress. Like, you can. Some of the best actors like Melissa McCarthy, you've got Kristen Wiig, you've got all of these actors that are yeah. incredible. Like, I'm sad. I grew up on like oh, Elvira. Yeah. Like I was in love with Elvira growing yeah. up. I didn't realize like she was a groundling or like, until like years later, I worked out, oh my God, no wonder I wanted to go here. Dude, but like Elvira, so yeah. All of these, like a Mr. Bean, I'd always been called like some oh. of it, like, like, like a Mrs. Bean, like with some of my facial expressions. And I was like, yeah, I grew up on these people. Yeah. Like I loved, um, I love Lucy and all of that kind yeah. of, you know, I dream of Jean, like they're hilarious. Like if you look back at all those, old school comedies. Yeah. They're very character driven and everything I was attracted to, even in my work, like Woody Allen, like Mighty Aphrodite, like. Oh my God. Yes. Every character I was always like attracted to were those big characters, like Marissa Tumay and my cousin Vinny. Like I grew up in these kind of, and these are my family as well. Like I'm Italian. (laughs) Yes. You know, I grew up with dramatic, you know, families that scream and that are passionate and speak their mind. And um, so it just kind of made sense when I finally just go, oh, and like even the response when I finally like sat into that and just, I I guess it came to a point where I was like, I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah, I want to do what I want to do. And when I finally had ownership of like me and I'm like, this is who I am. This is what I believe. This Mm. is, you know, it works for me. This is the way I look or blah, blah, blah that's when like people started to respond to me and I was like, oh, okay. Like people are starting to see like the more of me. And I guess was it like also, I mean, I've kind of had a similar experience in quarantine, like with the whole like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to do what I want to do in this industry. (laughs) Cause you know, and I, where you, did you find yourself, you're trying to fit before you were just trying to fit this like mold of like what people are, they're like, yeah, you're only going to be cast if you do this and I'm like like what the fuck <laughs> like and then you have a crisis so many classes it's like oh you should you're this type or this type or what kind of act like tell me like what actor we think you are like do you have any times I got like told oh you're like Kate Winslet I'm like ah. I'm like Sarah I'm actually like Sarah I'm me <laughs> you yeah. know and I want to be me I don't want to be like someone else yeah. and the more like they push me in that hole the more like I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't yeah. like going to class and like people wanting you to be a certain way or fucking, you know, like I think I love all the different techniques and stuff, but mm. you do find a way of doing your own process. And like the moment I owned, like, well, I don't really care what another actor, like I just want us to listen and work. And Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, whatever you use, fantastic. I'll use whatever I use. I like, yeah. we just need to create and like, the more I felt com- comfortable in that, I guess that's where the fuck it is. It's like, oh, yeah. And I, it also came with, like, casting my own web series. I'm like, yeah. I'm really, like, and I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but for my part in Melbourne, like, I'm really generous. I'm like, if I see a role that doesn't fit me, I'm like, mm. you go for it. I, like, send it off to someone else because I'm like, with casting now, I'm like, I know what I'm really great at and what, like where I shine and as a director, like doing the other other side as a director, yeah. I like I want to get people's gold out. So if I see someone yeah. who's better for a role, I can go get her. She'll be really great at that. I'm more this or like I, I excel here or yeah. yeah, I think it's just being like knowing where you fit and like you 
I think it, something else is like every actor wants to be good at everything. Like we want to be so versatile. Right. But like, so good. Yeah. Like you want to do everything, but what about like the things that really shine in you and just yeah. like going hardcore in those areas? Yeah. I agree. I think it's just like being you and that I, I genuinely believe that there is like a perfect role for everyone. Like, do you ever watch like shows and I'm like, like I've been watching New Girl and I love that show. And I was like, Zoe Deschanel, like, I don't think I could see anyone else doing her role. And I mean, sure, like other actors could do it, but I mean, she made that show. And then, I went, and then I'm kind of like, oh, that's what it is. It's like, yeah, she was perfect for that because it's just, it's her. And I think mm. like, actors where you because we're so focused on like, I want this role and I want that. And like, you know, it's a competition, but it's like, no, they're like casting just wants to find the real, like the person, like they have to get paid too. So at the end of the day, like you said, it's like, if I know someone who's perfect for another role, of course I'm going to be like, oh, you go out for this. I can't do it. <laughs> so why yeah. I'm not losing anything by doing that. Yeah. Uh, they, they, it's you find, like, you learn more about yourself as well. Yes. Yeah. Being like, oh. Or if like I get something and I'm like, oh, I'll try and do this, but I'll yeah. do it the way it sits serves the purpose, but like it sits for me and whatever yeah. like comes out will come out. Like I think when we stop self-censoring and just having our own voices, or well, for me, that's like that's helped my process. Yeah. And like having all these characters that I do on Wailing Sarah, you know, there are parts there are parts of me that I yeah. heighten like whatever extent or like maybe there are parts of like some of my characters that I, I want to be like that or you know there is that element and, yeah. and I, they're allowed to live in me through like comedy yeah no I love that that's so beautiful um I do want to ask you because I also have done the whole like all the methods um of acting um what would be your craziest like thing that you've done where you're like whoa that was cray cray and does not gel with me. <laughs> like it didn't gel with me? Yeah, just like some, like a method where you were like, oof, not me. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm a very like, and I always have been like, I'm very kinesthetic. I have mm -hmm. to get up. So you can talk at me a hundred, like just keep talking about like how it's supposed to be or what, what method it is. <laughs> but like if I can't get up and do it, um, I like no compute, like hate it. So I would say I did a method, um, what is it called? Uh, it's, got a, it's got a book. It's called, it's got oh, a book. Oh, and it's got it 10 steps as well, or 20 steps. Um, oh. Chubbick. Oh. Chubbick technique. Um, I don't know. It just didn't work for me because I find like a lot of techniques where they're like, they try and break everything down for you. Okay. That that. I think for me, that's the craziest thing that just doesn't work. Like I don't, I don't want to follow, like, that's just not how my mind works. Like yeah. I know what a need is. I know what all that is. Um, like private moments or how you walk in <laughs> with an objective. Like I get all of that, but I don't need to write it all, all like down. Or like, I think for me, the craziest thing is like being in an, like a learning environment and they want, they ask you, I think it's like, once you get out of a scene, so like scene study or yeah. anything, yeah. you do a scene, I haven't done a scene for ages, um, but like you do a scene and then straight away they're like, so what's your this, what's your that, what's the, you know, and they're at you and it's like, fuck me, can you just let me breathe? I've just like 
worked and like I know my process and I don't want to answer work like that I think it would be the craziest thing. Like I've done animal work and I love animal work. Like, work or like relaxation and um, oh my God, I mean, how many private moments. And so I had, I've seen some yes. crazy private moment work. Oh, me too. Oh, it's. <laughs> you know? Like, You're like, oh. I'm so obsessed. I loved it. I was so, like, I'm such an obsessive person. So like I, 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 I did it all. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know if like, it's the craziest thing I've, I'm trying to think. The craziest stuff I've ever done is like at uni. Like I went to a course called Creative Arts. So like we did like <laughs> postmodern, like breaking down, you know, Chekhov and reinventing it. Yeah. And like I think I did a piece where like we had Daft Punk playing and like eating, eating like cabbage, like because it was, you know, like weird stuff like that. Or I did like a German expressionist, Brechtian, you know, like piece of interactive. I played this character, I think his name was Frank Vedekin, and he was like a German expressionist. And like, I was insane, like interacting with an audience and just having like monologues. And I was so committed. And I loved every minute of it. But um, I think that it was like more some of the performances I did were crazy. Actually, do at Melbourne University on like the big lawn I did do a piece where this is actually crazy it was like a piece about I don't know what now but like a girl we had all these like um canvases and <laughs> we ha- gave like our audience a knife so it was kind of like Yoko Ono's cut piece we were totally in that and um, <laughs> we gave the audience knives to cut through the canvases. And I remember leaning against one of the canvases and the knife came in and I, I pulled my head back. I was like 18 or maybe like 19 or something at the time. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I putting myself on the line. That's probably the craziest like art piece I've done. I did a do a film where I like ate dirt once too. Like I was totally like reckless. And- <laughs> I've totally toned down. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, I don't know. I know. I think that's like the, um, yeah, I, I, I love that. Like, like, I um, love that. I only ever touched the surface on doing, it's so funny you mentioned that because <laughs> when I finished high school, I went through a similar thing where I wanted to do all the, um, so, did you which uni because was it VCA or did you go to a different one? Um, um it kind of was VCA, but oh, okay. it was at Melbourne, like uh, they tended to merging, like okay. my course merged, but I was like the last intake at Creative oh, Arts, so okay. we were like so, like we were really bohemian, cool, like I was a smoker back then, and <laughs> I'm like that. I'm just like people who know me now. If they hear that, they're like, "What? You were smoke?" Like I'm so not like that now. Oh, I feel but, you. It's so, because I wanted to go to VCA to do that, like the theater practice thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. So you did it. I missed it, but. <laughs> before but I was so into like yeah the like really I remember going to see a play in Sydney at Belvoir Street and it was oh my god I forgot what they were called I'm pretty sure they're still doing that kind of work but I remember I was so inspired because they they came out on stage and the first like 15 minutes she just like like no one said anything she just like stared at everyone in the audience I was here for it I was like beautiful (laughs) 
I was like, yes, what does this mean? And then next thing her, like other, like the other actress comes out and then they just start rubbing meat all over them. And I was like, yes. And like, I saw, I went to with my parents and they were like, um, okay. And I'm here like, yes. And then, yeah, I remember I did this, the one, I only ever did one show that was like really like, you know, crazy and things and I remember we were just like in hazmat suits <laughs> and like streamers and it was like a party and we were all just like Woo! but I was committed and I was like this is acting <laughs> yeah totally yeah. I, I've done it all like yeah, I feel like Suzuki for like oh yeah oh, four or five years Japanese Suzuki I was like and do you know what, like, because I did Meisner, like, with this American woman who came to Australia, and she fucking hated me. She's like, what are you doing here in, like, my Meisner class? Because I was so strange. Like, I wanted to be, you know, I, I wanted to be, like, in Romeo Castellucci, like, Italian dramatic theatre that deconstructed the world. Like, you know, I'm 20 years old or something. And she's like, why are you in a Meisner class? Like, why are you here, like, doing realism and learning? Because it just wasn't, I wasn't understanding but I was so committed. She'd always be like, for all my private moments, all my things, like I bring set up because I love yeah. sets. Like I'm so obsessed with specifics. Like my imagination with like place yeah. and like like all sensorial kind of things um, was so high. But she was like, go do Suzuki. And the moment like I did Suzuki, everything like I released so much. Like I connected with my body and it really dropped mm. everything. Like to be in my body and be present. So when I then went back into like, I guess more like stra like more, you know, traditional acting stuff yeah. like things. They were like, How are you so like I remember going to this six like a school and they're like, Why are you so present like when you're in the space? I'm like, hours. <laughs> Maybe it was the ten thousand hours of Suzuki work of like walking so so slow and you know, like doing um like doing all that thing, you know. <laughs> It's very, very oh I feel you I um worked with when I before because yeah I am the same I I'm so glad I'm finding someone who like relates to that because people think I'm crazy but like I love like doing like grounded relaxation and like but like not just like sitting here for like 10 minutes but like you know you start like the breath work and then you move your body and yeah it sounds crazy but mm. holy shit that changed my life because I was always a very I'm very like up here, like I kind of am just like, I function like at a high level of like anxiety. So like my teacher that I had who changed my life, she was like, you need to just breathe and just ground yourself in your body. Cause she was like, you're, it's a lot. She's like, it's great, but it's a lot. And I was like, okay, okay, cool. And yeah, I did all the whole Suzuki stuff and the grounding and yeah, now people are like, I'll do scenes and they're like, how, how do you, how are you like that? And I was like, oh honey, it's a lot of work. <laughs> of just breathing they think it's magic it's like magic. they do yeah I sometimes I'm like that like because it's all you know smoke and mirrors and stuff mm, yeah just it just happens yeah. like I don't know every time people you, you they like they are oh, how do you do that or it's like oh now it's just like you know it, it is true like when you think about it yeah it's your instrument and you just know how to kind of work it work it yeah but everyone's yeah. different like mm. you can't like when someone asked me, it was like, but you need to find that in yourself. Like it's true. How, how it works for you because it just won't work for everyone. The same yeah. Like you, I, you, you yeah. how you can process things will be completely different to how I do. And that's great as well. Like we oh. don't have to have the same way of doing exactly. things. 
Um, but I think some people are just yeah. scared. Like, you know, they want to covet. Like, mm. How do you do it? I want to do it like you do it. And it's like, mm, no, don't like do it how you do it. Yeah, exactly. Which is, and you know, it's like you said before, at the end of the day, as long as like we can do a scene and connect and just listen, that's all I'm here for. I don't want to hear about your back story. (laughs) Oh my God, it's not therapy. It's not anything like that. And I think that's why I love comedy so much. It's like, do it, commit a hundred percent, you know, like commit a hundred percent, see if it resonates. Because like my audience, I've really realized, like I want to connect with every day. I'm not saying like, I'm not, trying to connect with intellectuals or like mm-hmm. I want to laugh at things that I like recognize in real life like there's so yeah. many times like one of my characters is Gladys like the one oh, my wailing Sarah like she's patrolling I've had so many people be like that's what's happening in Melbourne right now like people are like that they're like why don't you got your mask on or like you know people are patrolling yeah. or my other character Cynthia who um is like an Italian mother. Yeah. You know, like complainer, complainer, complainer. Everyone's like, oh my God, I've got one of those. Like they know, I think when you, for me, like I just want to connect with people I really, like are real, like yeah. who you know, um, instead of like really niche kind of people. I laugh at what, you know, is, is funny because I, 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 they're in my family or they're my next door neighbor yeah. or they're my friend or like, or I do it. Um, exactly. I, I think that was like, the real relief for me when I just really embrace char- like characters, how big they are and being able to like transform physically. Yeah. I've had a lot of people always say like, oh, how do you do that? How do you transform physically? And I was like, oh, I, I just do. And I never realized that that may be my thing. Like I never embraced it. And like when I finally did, I was like, wow. Yeah, that's totally all a part of my process because I'm like a total total stalker. Like I look at people. Like and I think all my life I've always just obser- like more observant than yeah. like speaking. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I love ticks and behavior and mm, which is very grounding. Yeah. yeah, like and I never knew that. Like I never had any terminology growing up about that. Yeah. I just I loved that and I loved imagination and place and all those kinds of things. And then when I went to Groundlings and let, you know, they give you some structure and how yeah. to, you know, find it. I was like, oh, wow, I do this. I do this, you know, because I was really into energetics and like, there's a technique like Yat Malgram where you like look at energetics and like characters that are like Nia, like a Muriel's wedding kind of character that's really like, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all these different characters like Kathy and Kim you've got and like I said Abfab they're great characters or Elvira who's like valley girl but talking about like you know horror films and stuff and um where was I going with that yeah I didn't realize (laughs) like it all just kind of it it was like I guess it was my aha moment of being Mm -hmm. like I'm not like this makes sense people are doing this there is a community for this and like and I can use it as a resource and like and learn and grow yeah, and just, yeah yeah I think it's great yeah because I yeah. find like a lot of here in Australia a lot of the comedy like we used to have full 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 um full frontal and all those oh, things yes. like in the 90s like that was fantastic that was like great. and all of those kind of things I mean, they don't really exist as much anymore like you have Kath and Kim who's character based but there's a lot more like political comedy or satire and which it has is, is awesome too but, um yeah I want to bring back like more of the character like yeah. character. I, I miss um I don't know if you ever watched it was an ABC show called Utopia it was like a mockumentary about people who work in an office <gasps> yeah 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 um, I do remember that 
and like I, I think it was the guy and it was the same guy from like Full Frontal and those shows and it was like but yeah I remember when I was younger I always watched like yeah Full Frontal and those like sketchy shows you know ones like Rebel Wilson was on that back in the day yeah and they like were that, that yes. almost, like, even like I loved you know back in the, you know Effie from uh oh. now and like all of these big characters like there was a heyday for all of yeah. that um, and then it kind of I don't know like maybe dipped or like you know everything comes in waves and then you had Chris Lilly coming back and that was a big thing oh my god yeah and that was embraced and then of course you had like Melissa McCarthy and well, all of and those then. movies getting it. yeah then you had all of the, that um too and Will Fer- because we don't have it like an SNL here in Australia yeah um, which would be a great yeah. I think um, you're on to something yeah it'd be uh, really cool if we had something like that wouldn't then. it but um yeah no I love that I think yeah and you know I also found this when I started especially when I started doing groundlings and then I took on like a scene a scene study class look at me <laughs> oh you know you gotta get like 10,000 hours up. yeah I gotta get the 10,000 okay. I needed I hadn't done it in a while so I needed to just show my face in a scene study class <laughs> Um, but I did find like, and I, you know, went back to a class with a coach that I'd worked with very closely and she even, she was like, yeah, she's like, your work has changed so much. It's like a lot more specific and you're like listening. You're like, so goddamn present. I'm like, yeah, because let me tell you in improv, you have to listen. I'm literally there. Like, what do they give? Cause then your brain is like, it's so beautiful. Cause you're like listening to someone and then you're like picking in your brain. Like, what are they labeling me? Okay giving the offer. Okay. They mentioned the Instagram thing. I'm going to make an offer about the Instagram post that I like, it's beautiful. And I love that. And I think all actors should just do a little bit of improv, you know, just a little yeah. bit. Just to, it makes you such a great listener. Yeah, it does. But it also like loosens you up and doesn't make you precious. Like I've worked with people who, you know, do their technique and then, they, you know, they really stick to that or like yeah. they won't budge. Or, like, you know, like even when I've worked with people like oh maybe try this you know could you you know play like and I feel like actors that I've worked with who have an improv background and who have touched on it um if I put them in a scene or something and I need them to be a straight person or I'm working with them behind the camera um if they have got improv they're much more like yeah I'll go with that or I'll play with that like they're able to move their like you know, they're so grounded in themselves. They're, they're able to play. Yeah. I think that is not take it so seriously. Like, I don't take myself that seriously. Like, I get upset as well. Like, I get down. I do it all as well. I beat myself up. Uh, you know, sometimes I even say to my writer, like my, my partner, my, my creative partner, I'm like, I'm not funny. It's not funny. Oh, my God. Are we putting that? That was so not funny. Why are people finding it funny? And then I go, get really great responses. But I'm like, I'm not funny. Um, oh, you know, like, you know, we have all that. But I do find... Yeah, just people who do do improv or, or love comedy. I think people who love or understand comedic, comedic timing is like a huge thing. If you, yeah, I think people think they have like there's really miss, there's hidden miss. Oh, <laughs> and I think there's like a lot of misses as well in like mainstream comedy, especially in the Australian mm-hmm. scene as well, um, because we we're saturated. We're not getting like things from the pure forms it's like I think sometimes people are just imitating characters that they've seen other people do like you know you had Kylie Mole um Mm. someone just 
they don't do their version of a teenage girl who's going through puberty and obsessed with sex and stuff. They'll do Kylie Mole. Oh. They'll just impersonate, like, you know, or like maybe like Chris Lilly was big, so he might have a character and someone will just like impersonate his version instead of like going to the core. I don't know if you've ever like seen stuff like that. Instead of just like, and I think this comes back to knowing you and who you were and like yeah. growing up or like, my schoolgirl will be completely different to your schoolgirl just yes. because of like the life experience and then heightening certain POVs or physical behaviours or, or like what do they love? It's actually simple. It's like what do you love and what do you hate? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and exactly. then you just build on that and you'll bring your own kind of well, – you can't avoid bringing your own stuff or your own history. Yeah, like that's what you put on there. Your own history um, to create a character, and I'm obsessed with all things to do. I've done so like like yeah. I think you connect. I've done like I've read so many books. I've done so many classes, and like you can, however you get there is however you're gonna get there. I agree. Yeah, and like yeah, it's just it's it's so interesting when you do um, like I know you probably had a similar experience when you do certain acting classes and they preach like it's the Bible, and I've always been and for the longest time when I was starting out, I was like. Uh, like substitution it, it just doesn't work with me I can't for the life of me I can't do it I can't like and I respect any actor if it's your thing do it it works for you but I cannot do a scene and then they're like just substitute like you're talking to your best friend substitute your actual best friend and I'm like I can't I like I literally you know especially for the dramatic stuff when they're like think of someone that's passed away and use them and I'm like I would rather just keep that you know I've resolved it um, don't want to bring it back up. Thank you. But yeah, and it's just like, but for the longest time, I was like, why isn't this working for me? Because everyone's preaching it like the Bible. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's really hard when like people want to, you know, because those techniques work. Like, and it comes back to like, yeah. I think once you have the confidence in me, like, that's incredible. Like, like if that works for you, oh my god, great. It's yeah, totally well. not work for me. It takes me out of the present my imagination is so strong that I can pretend that, you know, you're some, like I have these feelings yeah. about you or whatever. For me, like I care about everything so much that yeah. it just drops in. So like substitution, I remember learning that and being like, oh my God, this is like a lot of some of those techniques are like so in my head. Like it's just mm. not how I process because I'm a body person. Like yeah. I need to do and I have it kind of, it's already in there, like galvanizing. <laughs> it's, here. It's, it's It's bubbling, it's galvanizing. Like, I know my body and my process. And I think I butted heads with that for a long time. Like, I used to come home from classes sometimes being like, I'm so dumb. Like, I don't understand. Like, why doesn't it work for me? Like, it's working for other people. And yeah. but there's nothing wrong with me. Like, you know, it took me a long time to be like, well, there's yeah. nothing wrong with me. It just doesn't work for me. Like, then they put it on you, like, perhaps... Or maybe you experience it in, like, and maybe I experience it in the class, like, oh, I'm, it's supposed to work for me or it's mm. something wrong with me, but it's not. It's just, like, that's a technique that's being sold that makes money. Like, let's not forget it's, like, a money-making yeah. business, but that works for someone. It may not work for you. And yeah. it's just being comfortable with knowing, like, how you approach your work. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. Yeah. There's, oh, so, so many classes that I'm, like, <laughs> why is this not, what? <laughs> Like, all right I want to ask you some rapid fire questions Ooh, okay ooh, cool. ooh, excited let's go okay what is the first thing you notice when you meet someone 
Oh, wow. I, I, I went straight to like their, their, their mouth, like their face, like, yeah, that's like how they express themselves. That's an answer. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh God. Or physical, like if they've got ticks and stuff, like not always what they're saying, more so like how they're expressing themselves. So yeah. it's the expression. That's beautiful. I love that. And if they have like a smile, like I, like I, like the first thing I probably would notice is like when someone smiles, like I want them to smile. Like I might say like, smile. You're like, I'm going to make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best compliment you've ever received? Oh my God. I know this one. Um, someone saw like Madalena and they said to me, I don't even know what it is, but they just said something like my face was kind of like clay. Like my express, I'm so expressive. Like it's kind of like clay, you know, like those Italian, um, like Commedia dell'arte, like, like oh yes, so and I was like, oh my god, I love that. It's cool. Thank I, you. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna save it for later. <laughs> um, it really, well, like, yeah, it just like when they said that to me, I, I was oh fuck yeah. I guess I do have a really like because like I'm suck at lying. Like my face tells everything. So just so you know, everyone out there, like, I everything is always on my face. Like there's all these photos of me growing up being like. My face is like this if I don't get something. I'm like the first person in the class. Like, I don't get it. I, you all might get it, but I don't. I, I love that because I have apparently, and I've been told this, I have like a resting confused face. But sometimes <laughs> it's like I'm not like, and I, oh my God, I'd have teachers be like, because I'd just be there like, huh? And like, without a doubt, there'd always be a teacher being like, Sarah, are you, do you have a question? Are you? And I'm like, oh. No, it's just my face. Like, it honestly was just my face. I was just like, I always looked like I didn't know what was going on. That's lovely. I don't have resting bitch face. I have resting confused face. Well, that's so much better. I think I Isn't it? It is cool. Oh my God, I love that. Um, okay, what is a piece of advice you didn't take, but you wish you did? Ooh. Um. Oh. I've got to think about that one. I know this is rapid fire. Um, I want to say, I, I know the person. I'm just like, I probably blocked it out because <laughs> they probably pissed me off. That's true. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> probably something like, I'm going to say like, not be yourself, but just like, I don't know. It's something to do with like, just being like, being yourself maybe surrendering to something in me I think they were trying <laughs> when I'm thinking about it something to do with that like I want to say like you're it's, it's something in the realm of like you're enough which is like a lot of people's story but like you are enough like don't push it yes and yes. it might have been at the time if I could have you know done it like that or something or maybe yeah I think it's something in there like, yeah, yeah, in that vein, I love it. In that vein, um, it's in that. Yeah, vein. It's in I can't give you specific right now. <laughs> like I'm gonna have to think about it and get back to you later. <laughs> I need to resolve. Yeah, yeah, I need to really. Per I know. I was like, you literally, as soon as I asked it, you were like, oh, oh. I could see like the I could see the cogs turning in your mind. You were like, mm. yeah, I was like oh, every I memory <laughs> you've ever had. I could, yeah, <laughs> my emotional infrastructure. <laughs> I just need to go through the, like the bookshelves of because I'm sure I've like tucked it away like it's probably like, a, it's like really like got dust on it and cobwebs and like I probably like have tried to hidden it or put it inside another book 
I love that. Okay, last okay. question. What is the best thing that's happened to you this month? Well, so far, because we're almost, we're halfway through October. Oh, um, I got a beautiful message from like someone in the Netherlands. Oh my God. Uh, just like how much my comedy lifted their spirits in a time when they were you know, not, you know, I, I won't go into like their personal mm, things, yeah. but just like in a time when they were really struggling and they, they had a big decision to make and they just shared that, you know, my comedy, like just made them smile. And they yeah. used a great metaphor, like, like a sunny, I, I'll change it. I don't remember all this specifically, but just like, she was like, I think she said something like, you know, it was like, it's like watching your work is like the first day of school when you meet oh. your friends, having seen them the whole summer or fall yeah. or something it was just so it's really lovely to know that it rest like that my work on my like you know because you I just make these characters I don't know where, how they go people are going to react and I do it because I love it but then when you receive mess like and I've received a couple of those ones and it's just really touching to know that you can bring that joy to someone yeah it's like you know just by being a character or like that it can reach. I think living in this virtual age and especially in lockdown and quarantine and like we're all going through yeah. this universal kind of experience to be able to reach people. And like I said, she's, I think she's from the Netherlands or, or she's overseas or and a lot of these people are overseas. Yeah. You know, that I lifted someone's spirit. It's really not. It's a, it was such a beautiful thing to receive. So that was like yeah. something touching for me for this month. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. I think that's so beautiful when yeah, people reach out or appreciate your work. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, at least why I do it is to just, you know, make, and you know, make people laugh or feel something, you know, yeah, it's beautiful. it really is. And I, I, I try to really um, honor people's experiences mm, and really connect. Like, yeah. so when I do get these messages, I love to like engage, um, engage with the person yeah. and just you know, know that they've been heard and they've been seen, especially like now. When, you know, oh, wow. that's what I want to bring in bucket loads. It's like, I want people, yeah. I think it's time when it's so dark, like everyone needs to laugh, have a smile on their face, like to, you know, yeah, like, joy, to keep the joy going. Shout out to that person. And that's what comedy has yes. the ability yeah. to do, like yeah. reach people and connect because yeah. they get it. Well, yeah, I think it's so beautiful that you can, take a really you know sad traumatic thing and put it into comedy but still I think it's just a nice for me it's a nice way to connect the message to people is through laughter especially like because you know there's different types of comedy like I really love the doc stuff where I'm like I'm laughing but dear lord oh my god totally like I love I have a dark sense of humor as well like my web series yes. Madalena and the holiest one especially has like much more of like a dark kind of um it's yeah. about and like like one oh, woman goes spiraling down. Oh into my god! Like, I need to like watch a that. pyramid scheme. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, pyramid <laughs> schemes, twenty twenty. Yeah, and it's got actually like some of the people I met at Groundlings, and like one of wow. my teachers, Brian Palermo, is like a little guest. Yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it is quite dark. So I, I love dark humor as well. I love it. Like, I love it. Um, you survived the podcast. Well done. Oh well, I hope, I hope people like enjoyed it i've kind of just like i think i've like a verbally vomited and diarrhea I, so, I love it though i'm not very i'm not very, 
eloquent in my in how I speak. <laughs> I love it though. I just love. I think that's yeah. Like, thank you for coming on. I love chatting with you. It was such a fun time. But I love that though. I think it's just fun when you can kind of just you know riff off and just you know chat. It's not just like question answer. <laughs> I know. Like, we I know. This could have gone really bad. <laughs> like I don't like it yeah I'm like I'm just gonna leave the meeting hold on a bad connection bad connection Thanks for listening to the Coffee Chat Podcast. Feel free to follow on Instagram at coffeechat.podcast and share the love. You're awesome and I hope you have a great day, night, or afternoon wherever you are and I'll see you in the next episode.